Amistro bin Hazarta. Antir I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. I don't know where that came from. I'm totally leaving that out. You realize this. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Don't Read the Latin. We're your hosts, Michael Montour and a doorbell. <laughs> oh my god, I just snorted. Yes, you did. <sighs> Anyhow, a snorting doorbell. We're gonna we're gonna pretend I have dignity. <laughs> It's far too late for that. Yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're, we're yeah. many episodes into this. So. <laughs> they know I don't yeah. have dignity at this point. Um, <laughs> have you seen anything exciting lately? Um, yes, <laughs> but completely non-horror. I, I, I finally got around to watching Capote. Oh, with, with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. Isn't it really good? It was really, really it's good. Really, I can really understand good. why he won the Oscar for it, I think. I don't know. He won something for that performance. I never pay any attention to that. Yeah, this performance. microphone is farther away than you normally have. Hello. I'm going to move it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of wacky. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Am I backing up? What if I just won? I just be like, beep, beep. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right, okay. Now that we're done adjusting the microphone like professionals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just, I'm full of silly. So, so, but it, so no, yeah, yeah, on yeah, Cody, it was, it was completely fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it. I kept forgetting it. it was him. It was one of those performances. Yeah, he did a really, really good job. Although, I, I understand <clears throat> there, there's another movie that I really want to see now, also based on... Mm-hmm. But Cody starring Toby Jones. Who I really like. And that sounds like fantastic casting. Yeah. And, I think they're both supposed to be really good, yeah. just for slightly different reasons. Uh, I, I was reading, kind of, not quite an argument, but, but a discussion online Spirited earlier about, about which was the better movie. Yeah. yeah. It was a discussion of strongly held opinions, but I, I can't really call it an argument, because everyone was being nice to each other. But. <laughs> I really liked the, um, the acting of the, the, the two criminals was yeah. really good, especially the one that Truman got really close to, yeah. I think was worth really well portrayed. And it made me really, really want to see um, In Cold Blood. Oh, In Cold Blood? Is there a movie uh, of, yes. of that? that? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. and it was done okay. years, and done decades ago. Um, right. And it has um, it had Robert Blake, that was done, oh, and John yeah. Forsyth in it, so. Okay. Uh, and it's from 67. Yeah, that, that so, definitely sounds No, like I mean, yeah, but I've just... I, I, I may uh, have to do a double feature of that and the, the Toby Jones... Oh, yeah! Uh, yeah, I don't know what that one was called. I just know on, that it exists. On a, also, on a non-horror note, just because I think it really deserves mention, last week we went and saw um, a production of Wicked. Yes. And it was so good. I thought, I mean, I talked to a woman who had seen the original Broadway cast, uh-huh. and she was like, oh, this is so amazing. But, you know, I was really pleased with the cast that we had. I thought yeah, everybody absolutely. did a really good job. And uh, the guy who played... Um, Forget his name. Uh, the love interest. Oh, uh, Fierro. Fierro. 
He's a Minnesotan. Oh, is he? Yeah, I thought that was, you know. You, you, you know who I've always wanted to see play Pharaoh? Hmm. John Barrowman. Oh. Wouldn't that be perfect? Well, he'd have the butt down because he <laughs> seriously had some badonga dog. Because huh. that's obviously And that was one of the best movies the, we saw last year. Was, uh, the badonga dog. The badonga dog. Wait, wait, no, that's that's not. Let me check my notes again. I don't think that's right. That wasn't the right one. Okay. <laughs> um, on also non horror, I uh, finished up Sense Eight, which is fantastic. And there's times where it made me happy cry, and times where it made me sad cry, and it was just amazingly well done. And nice. Covers, I really need to see that. It was really good. And there's parts of it that made me really, really angry, where they're showing like kind of horrible families, especially the right. the trans woman's mother who refused to call her by anything but her original name and was dismissive and horrible to her and made me want to stab her a lot because I'm feeling really violent today. Apparently, today I want to either stab people or set them on fire. So a pretty typical work day for you, uh, actually. That was all outside of work. Actually, work was was pretty good. Um, Normally, it's it's, it's people you you deal with... (laughs) Your work that you want to murder horribly. So. Yeah, not today. Yeah, not today. Other right. days. Yeah. Other days. Oh, I had a guy who just like freaking out and out lied to me, and then was like, "Well, I lied to you, but I had a really good reason." <laughs> I was like, <sighs> took that deep breath and was professional and didn't tell me to <laughs> go do things. Um, I haven't seen that much. I showed the others. Yes. Uh, for horror movie night, and I showed uh, late phases last week, mm-hmm. uh, which you know um, we haven't discussed the others before. Um, I think it it doesn't just hold up to repeated viewings. Uh, I think it it's a fantastic movie, knowing the premise. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, I, this is only the second time I've ever seen it. I was on the theater back when it came out. I think it's like the third time I've seen it. I, I remembered it pretty well, but yeah. still watching it and knowing what's, what's, yeah, what's going you're on. Not, is, is I don't a, think you're losing anything. Very different experience. Yeah. I know, yeah. and, but it's equally enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is I went... Uh, I, I had kind of the same feeling about, about late phases, although there's not really many twists involved. Yeah. Still, just knowing the path the story was going to take made a lot of the scenes have more emotional impact. Mm-hmm. So, and watching the characterizations of people yeah, and interplay, yeah. yeah. No, I still, oh, I, I still love it. I, I think it's it is really tied with um, American Werewolf in London for like my favorite werewolf, werewolf movie. Yeah, but that isn't speaking too highly just because I'm not terribly. You're not a fan huge fan of, of the werewolves. werewolves. Yeah. Um, but and then the other thing that I. <sighs> I went to a double feature at a friend's house and saw um, they had an outdoor movie and oh, they, yeah. they had a Christopher Lee and I got to see The Wicker Man but you know it wasn't quite as good as seeing it at Cinerama <laughs> we, went yeah, to, we went okay. to a horror movie you've thing. been spoiled <laughs> I know, we went to uh, they had for Halloween the year before last mm-hmm. they had a great big two and a half week festival that started out yeah. with like Army of Darkness and having Bruce Campbell there but they did they were doing like three movies a day uh, showing just about everything that you could possibly want to see, and we saw uh, Wicker Man, and we saw—I know the ones that we saw were The Shining, Wicker Man, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, we saw like five. Oh, Dracula and Dracula Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we—I think if we'd have been able to manage it, we'd have. I think they were like. We would have seen everything. Yeah. If we had the money for it. Yeah, in the time. Yeah. I mean, I think they started at like one in the afternoon. Or yeah. In the afternoon. 
Uh, it was just an amazing experience. You mentioning Army of Darkness reminds me, I, I can't remember if I've asked you or not, if you've seen the, the trailer, trailer for Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's probably going to be really good, and I'll probably end up watching it. I'm just not... I'm not a, I'm not fangirling over it, because um, it's not really my bag. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. It it looks super fun. Yeah, it it no, really looks like they, they nailed the, people, the, the feel of it. Yes, so. people who love the movie, the movies, like, are in love and feel like they're getting exactly what they want. Yeah. This. Which is nice. You yeah, know. which doesn't happen very often. So. Oh, the, the other TV-related trailer that I saw, and I was like, oh, this mysteriously doesn't look horrible, was <laughs> for... A lie. Uh, it could be. It could well be a lie. Was for uh, Heroes Reborn. Oh. It actually I looked love that to be pretty good. decent. Heroes started out so well. I, I, I've only seen the first season. I loved the first season, yeah. and I have left it at that. But Heroes Reborn yeah. has me kind of tempted oh, to watch it. I was it. so angry at the point in which I stopped watching it, because yeah. it really just went so far downhill. And, and I should have loved the point in which it was at, because it introduced Carnies, and I'm strangely obsessed with Carnival Light. <laughs> um, we'll just leave it at that. And That's what I started to see is kind of all. Oh, God, it's so good. And while it leaves at a, um, a cliffhanger of sorts, it's it's kind of how I feel about Hannibal ending. Yeah. Um, that if these are the three seasons I get and with, with uh, Carnival, if that's the two seasons I got, because yeah. the plan, if I'm not mistaken, was they were going to do those two seasons. They're going to have a jump forward in time do two seasons and do a jump forward in time. So each was like kind of supposed to be, you know, a portion of the story. And if if that's all I was going to get from it, I mean, I wish there had been more. I loved the characters, but um, unfortunately, uh, oh my goodness, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, has just gone over the fucking deep end. He's, Mm -hmm. I think there's been drug use and and, and mental issues and been found wandering. And um, yeah, it's not... Not doing well. His name is just—I can see his face in my head, but that's not not helping me at all with this. Um, the other movie I was almost going to leave it for. So we'll just briefly jump into the theme. The theme. Oh yeah, we should mention that. Is was inspired by Bloody Disgusting. Did a little write-up of I think it was you know ten movies or something from the last ten years uh, since 2005. Uh, little hidden gems that you might not have seen. And while the list was fantastic. There's so many more, and it, it was like, oh, what about this one, and what about this one, and what about this one? And unfortunately, <laughs> my tastes, it's like every movie that I love. It, it, right. <laughs> they're all hidden gems. <laughs> um, so it was just, you know, pretty much what we'll be doing is kind of avoiding, like, the really big blockbusters and sure. and just concentrating on all of the little lesser men. But what I saw that I was going to kind of include with this, but I think it is easy to throw into this conversation is um, Let Us Pray, and it's spelled P-R-E-Y, so Uh pray. Uh, It's it's done in Scotland. It's another lottery movie, which we've kind of, kind of joked about doing. That's going to be an episode. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. about, you know, horror that's been done through the lottery system. I think we can cover, (laughs) you know, the European and Canadian you know, I think it would still give us a lot of I, I also think it would. for conversation. Yeah. Because uh, uh, another movie that I was going to bring up, uh, Grabbers, I, I is also a lot of movies. Somehow I don't think that would be an episode that people would go out of their way to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> 
wow, you did an episode? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to sit down and listen to that. Oh, we're entertaining, damn it. It doesn't matter what shit we talk about. It's true. <laughs> what, what, what was my, my, my title for this earlier in, in I Am? Here's some... Uh, fuck it, here's some movies. Fuck it, here's some movies. <laughs> Because we're classier, as yep. I've been saying it lately. I put the ass in class. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I saw was Let Us Pray, and it it's kind of a heaven and hell, like, kind of shadow creature stranger that shows up. Um, basically, uh, you're going to get as much from the trailer. Uh, this kid is uh, spitting through town, and this woman is uh, the new town cop. And this kid hits a guy with his car, mm-hmm. except, you know, she, he stops because he's freaked out, and she runs up, except the guy's gone. So, but there's blood on the car. And so she hauls him off to um, to the jail. She's a new police officer, and the police station that she is taken to is a cesspit. I mean, it is just, everybody there is just the very worst of humanity. Like, everybody seems... Um, you know, uh, immoral in some way and, and very willing to bend the rules and break them. And, and, and as the entire movie goes on, you're just seeing the worst of humanity. And, and I was like, ah, but the end, the oh, yeah. end, like literally the last like two minutes of the movie. I have just, I have had. I love movies like that. Oh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so inappropriate. I just don't care. I have had this raging fucking hard on for like <laughs> monstrous feminine, where where the women are like, fuck you, you know, heads will fly, yeah. you know, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. But it just has this moment at the end where. She has her opportunity for darkness, and she takes it. And I was like, I was like, literally, like fist to the sky. I was like, oh, yes, yes, oh, oh, yes. Like smoke them <laughs> or smite them. Sure. Which one? They both. They ruin. Yes. <laughs> you. And I was like, yay. <laughs> So that was, I really, really liked it. And it's, you know, it's an interesting story and, and you're just watching everybody just like everything go way downhill and it almost kind of turns slasher where it's, you know, these people turning against each other and it's just this huge bloodbath, um, which isn't typically my my cup of tea. But no, that's more mine. Yeah. yeah. But so, I, was, I was kind of sold. I don't know. It was just really you, good and a lot think of I would fun. Like it, oh, I think you would love it. Okay, I cool. think I would love it. I, I, actually, I will check this out. And it's so funny because there's so many of these that I watch and, and Jeff's like, hey, is that going to be a horror movie Friday? And I'm right. like, eh, maybe you should watch it on your own because <laughs> the list is really long. No, this is like, this is just because the the mood that I've been in lately, you know, it's, I've been wanting to buy my Man Tears coffee mug and, <laughs> you know, it's just the way in which I'm a terrible person lately. <laughs> it just works with everything, every way in which I'm bad. That's, I, I don't remember if I told you this joke or not, but I saw, saw it on, on Tumblr and it completely cracked me up. Um, uh, somebody talking about, you know, the, the, the floodgates opening in, in Fury Road. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the, and, and they were saying that the amazing thing about this shot is not only did they use actual water for this, but that it was actually composed entirely of the tears of men joined activists. <laughs> oh my god. So, the very best thing, oh god, was it the day before? I think it was yesterday. 
So a friend of mine, we were IMing, and he's like, you should really look at the one-star reviews for Fury Road on Amazon. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> because they're a thing. <laughs> and it's just, it's so much, it's so much, the rivers of flowing men pain <laughs> in them. And my joke, my joke after reading it was like, wow, those are, but, but, you know, God, those are terrible, but. Now I feel so strangely powerful that I've been given some kind of sustenance. Because <laughs> how am I rolling lately? That's how I'm rolling lately. <laughs> so I've just got a pile of, of stuff from 2005 to, you know, 2015. Yeah. Of, of stuff that's just awesome. Yeah. And, I, I, and, uh... and, stuff, and what kills me is there's stuff that I just... Dear freaking golly, people. That might actually show up on the mic. Oh, I think it might. I don't know. It's it, the mic is so directional, though. It, okay. It's I, I don't know. There, there, there have been times when the geese have been really loud outside and they can't hear it at all. Oh, okay, good. So, all right. Anyway. So, um... Yeah, it, it, in, in uh, preparing for this, I, I went to uh, IMDb and... and, mm-hmm. and played around with its filters until I got a list of, you know, just horror movies made, made between... Uh, 2005 and 2015, mm-hmm. and started going through the 9,313 results. <laughs> and I actually you only got through. So much more committed to Sparkle Motion than I was. I actually only got through 7,400 of them before I felt the will to live slowly bleeding out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's kind of amazing. Are, are you familiar with Sturgeon's Law, which is 90% of everything is crap? <laughs> I was unfamiliar with this it, it, it's, theory. Yeah. And now I'm aware. Now you're aware of now it. Now it, it, It's, yeah. Look, <laughs> looking through, you know, title after title and description after description, it just looks so horrible. Yeah, by, by the time I was done, I was like, do I even like horror movies? No, what the fuck? I don't even like movies. Why am I doing this podcast? I don't like anything. <laughs> my, my favorite moment was I when when I would still stay at my dad's at mom's house, and I was just, I was I think I was too wired to go to bed, and... And he's like, oh, I have a Ghost Rider. And I'm like, oh, you know, whatever, okay. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so I put it in, and it it, it it was awful. It was just awful. And yes. and I watched it, and it was awful. And so I go to bed just feeling sad that, that this movie existed, and it was so terrible. And then so I get up in the morning, and my dad's like, so... <laughs> what did you think of it? And I was like, well, it was really terrible, and I want those two hours of my life back. <laughs> did you see there's an extra disc? You could watch the extras. And I'm like... Are we having the same was, conversation? What part of, like, <laughs> that was horrible, and I don't want any more means <laughs> I would completely love to get into further depths on the atro- atrocity that is this fucking awful movie. No, thank you. The, the thing that makes me so I don't sad. I hate myself that much. Yeah, basically. The thing that makes me so sad about how terrible it is is that I know that that, that Ghost Rider is Nicolas Cage's favorite superhero. Oh, that's sad. And yeah, so he got to play so his favorite superhero, and it was a, terrible. a terrible, terrible movie. Oh. I, I yeah. Well, it's a good thing he's crazy, and, and I, he's probably true. forgotten. Yeah. He, he might have, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. I hated him for the longest time. Just. Talk to me really bad. I'm I'm from Minnesota and I love the Cohen brothers, but I 
hated Raising Arizona. I just, it just, I did not like it. I haven't seen that one. And I haven't seen anything in it that I really liked him in. And there was this schlocky chick movie called It Could Happen to You, where uh, he plays this New York cop and who Bridget Fonda is this waitress and he stiffs her on the tip and he's like, I'm so sorry, I don't have enough to give you tips. She's like, whatever. And he goes, tell you what, if I win on my lottery ticket, I'll split winnings with you. And he ends up winning like $20 million or you know, some amount. And he's married to Rosie Perez and, and things go horribly wrong and they lose all their money, but he and the waitress end up together at the end. And, and it was so sweet. It sounds like it. It was very sweet. And, and it like, it opened up the way for me to like. I love the National Treasure movies. I know they're amazingly <laughs> silly, but I just find them really charming. Um, and then he just wasn't wasn't there like a skit or something where they have a guy playing his his uh, agent, and he's like, "Well, let me tell you about this movie. I'll take it." Well, wait, shouldn't you? Don't don't you want to listen to the? No, I'll take it. Are are you sure? Would you really like to listen to the plot of the movie and maybe make an educated? No, no, no. I'll take it. And you're like, oh. Some people just like working. We'll see. And walking. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the Country Bears thanks to Christopher Walken, and I could, you know, as much as I love that man, I could knock him down. Well, that's why I, I don't think I mentioned uh, the last time we talked about what movies you've seen. Bears? No. Okay, no. <laughs> I, I, I do not. Uh, I saw, I think it's called Seven Psychopaths. Actually, I just, I saw that when I was recovering from my surgery. Walken is so good in that. He's I mean, really he's good. always good, but this was just Put in particular. No. no. <laughs> Got a gun on you. I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> just. Oh. And what makes, I, I, I did like it. I've, I've had a bunch of people that were just like, oh, you have to see this movie. So oh, yeah. Amazing. I didn't, I didn't love it. And I didn't love it. Um. But it was good, and I mean Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely liked it. And, yeah. Uh, Colin Farrell, I don't really like him that much, and and he was really good in, and, in and, that. And Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson, who I don't want to kick in the junk anymore. Yay. I hate, I hate Woody Harrelson less than. I do. <laughs> that is my ringing endorsement for Woody Harrelson. <laughs> so, so let's let's have you start off. What okay. is? All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to, to 2005, and I actually just rewatched this recently. <clears throat> um, and that's. Am I getting uh, my horses? I swear to God, every time I, hear, <coughs> I start getting all Lauren Bacallish. You're allergic to. Me. I am. <laughs> You're allergic to the cat I don't have. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that, I, that could be. You, sometimes I feel like I see Faye. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So maybe I'm here. allergic to ghost. You're cats. allergic to ghost cats. That's possible. That's possible. Anyway. But I, I was thinking maybe it's the fact that, that you have so many cats at your house, you're allergic to the so absence, absence of, of cats. cats. Yeah. It's just unnatural and your system rejects it. <laughs> That's my theory, and I'm going to go with that. Uh, yeah, 2005, I, I, I just recently rewatched this, and that saw uh, the Call of Cthulhu movie that the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft Historical Society which made. Which we just talked about. Which isn't that one on the German Impressionist kind of silent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, definitely when you get into the, the latter half of it when you're seeing Is the, giving the, you like the, the island. The, you all missed my, the face. Every once in a while I'm like, I could see the point of us doing a video podcast at yeah. some point. I still want to do like, that, actually. Ah. Yeah. Um, I have yet to see that, but I absolutely loved Whisper in the Darkness. Right. So yeah. I can um, imagine that I would like... Basically, you know, this was made in, in the style of, uh, you know, a, a 1920s silent film. Mm-hmm. 
which is, you know, roughly when the story came out. So, you know, they set out to do yeah. a real period piece, cool. both in terms of when the story is set and in terms of as if, you know, it, it had been made then. And if you're listening to this and you think, well, I don't know, yeah, don't watch it. But but if you're listening yeah. to that and thinking, that sounds great, yeah. yeah, you'll love it. Go ahead, let find this and watch it. Cool. Um, uh, just because I see it really high on the top of your list, I'm going to jump in. Even though I didn't love it as much as everybody else, um, all the boys love Mandy Lane. Yes. Uh, because I did love that one. It's not exactly what I go looking for. Sure. But it's so well done that even not being so much of a fan of that style of horror movie, mm-hmm. like I completely appreciated for how good it was. Uh, everybody was... The, the acting was really fantastic. Um, and uh, the... I'm trying to find a way to state this. The air of um, peril. Yes. And especially with the first big scene at party, mm-hmm. um, is is so atrocious and such a kick in the junk. Uh, that's my favorite scene in it. So, so actually, weird. that's part. The, the only complaint You're I have like, about it is that <sighs> is that because of that, it peaks early. Yeah. You know. It's still, it's still really good, it and is. um, and I did kind of call it, and it kind of works on that monstrous feminine thing that I really like, sure. um, and which I kind of want to eventually do. Um, I would love to do uh, an episode on that of sure. you know of, of women monsters and, and women women unapologetic women villains because uh, there aren't that many. Um, so that's something that really interests me. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. I'd totally be up for that. Uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon yes. is amazing. <laughs> it's just it's just good. I, I love showing it to people. I love that, watching their reactions to seeing you know, it for the first time. It's so funny because uh, that and there was there were two movies and the other one is escaping me at this point that Netflix I mean, it was you know, it was the equivalent of somebody coming up with, like, a teddy bear and, like, shoving it in my face, going, you are going to love this! I'm like, oh, I'll get there. And they're like, no, yeah. really, but you're going to just gonna love this. It's going to be so good. You're just going to be so happy when you want I'm like, whatever. And it was literally when we first started, like, getting together to watch movies together, you're like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, you need to see this. Yeah, and it's just... It's so well done, and I know that there has been a sequel in the works for a really long time. Yeah, I and hope that it eventually may happens. Have been at some point, but it is just a perfect little. Yeah. I, I think of what they talk about with food, where an amuse bouche is that perfect. Bite oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 funny and scary. Yeah. And it's and it does them both so well and it never feels like, and it's got enough wonderful little cameo throwbacks to everything that we love in horror. Oh, having Robert yeah. England, of having um, Zelda Rubenstein in it. And uh, one of the Jasons, if I remember right, yeah, is in it towards the beginning. Yeah. And, I don't remember and if then, it came or not, but it was, anyway. And then also, uh, I always forget the guy's name who played, um, Herschel on The Walking Dead plays his mentor, and I'm still really impressed with his performance. It's a fantastic part, yeah. Because, and, and the thing, I'm, I've brought this up before, but he's charismatic and jovial, and then all of a sudden he'll stop, and he literally goes dead in the eyes, and he becomes terrifying. Yes. <laughs> and it's literally moment to moment, mm-hmm. and it, it reminds me also a lot of... Um, 
Dan Dan Stevens up trail and oh, the guest yeah. Yeah. where he's on and then he's off. And it's he's, it's very much two different personalities of one is very much a predator and one isn't. Uh, or one is very good at hiding the fact that it's a predator. And I, I don't think that many actors uh, can turn it on and off like that where you both yeah. want to fuck them or run screaming from them. Maybe kind both. Of, or you maybe know, both. One and then the other. <laughs> so, but yeah, where they're so charismatic and, and sexy and, and then all of a sudden you realize that you're them. <laughs> so, what's on your list? Uh, jumping back to 2005 for a second, um, Skeleton Key is one uh, that I watched on your recommendation. I and love that movie. I really liked it, yeah. Um, I was a little sad because I recently watched Jezebel, and which I feel like is... Yeah, you're is saying it was a, way too similar it to... It is really, really similar in a lot of ways. Uh, but I saw I saw Skeleton Key first because I, I watched it a long time ago. And uh, I just, I love the idea of the Southern Gothic. Yeah. Um, and it's fun and... and I was completely surprised by the ending. Yeah. Uh, I should watch it again, because I feel like it's another one that would probably, mm-hmm. you know, be a totally different and, experience. And the relationship of the husband and wife, um, mm-hmm. where she, cause she goes to basically be a hospice nurse uh, for a woman's dying husband. And uh, the relationship between the husband and wife is, is complicated. You're worrying the entire time, is the husband in some kind of jeopardy? Uh, or and and you just don't know, yeah. and you're really kept guessing to the very end of the movie, and it's just fantastic. I think uh, Kate Hudson did a really good job. So so back to 2006. Uh, this there's a few movies that I have on my list here that are like just I think kind of on the edge of mm-hmm. yeah, this is worth watching, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 this is one of them, the 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 remake of the, of the Hills Have Eyes. Which I've never seen. Um, I don't think you've even been getting it. No, no. I I am aiming this at at, at our listeners, not at you. (laughs) You would not like this. Don't watch this movie. You, on the other hand, listener, you might enjoy this movie. Uh, I I saw it in the theater. Um, It it was good. It was tense. It was was kind of fun, a little bit over the top, and um, definitely had some scares to it. It it suffers a little bit from being a little too glossy, considering the subject matter, but... um, other than that, yeah, it, it, it's it's worth a watch. If, if, if you're looking at it thinking, should I watch this? Yeah, you probably should. Uh, um, from 2006 also, Slither. Yes. And we pretty, we've, we, we've talked, talked about pretty Slither. Thoroughly. Yeah, I, I, I kind of tried to avoid stuff that we've talked about a lot when mm-hmm. I was writing this down, but yeah, we can't go without I think it just Slither. has to be thrown out there at yeah. least. And then um, I really love Severance. Oh, yeah. Because it is a horror movie that takes place on a team building camp. Yes. Like, to me, and <laughs> right there you're talking about my version of hell, because <laughs> I have some of the best co-workers ever, and I spend time with them because I'm paid to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I like them very much, but I don't want to go camping with them. Oh, yeah, no. So right yeah. there, that's a recipe yeah. for, like, I don't want to. Um and then there's and been then, so many jobs I've had where I've just wanted to say say to my coworkers, no 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 I I, I have friends no no we're we're, we're good here <laughs> you know you're, you're fulfilling the role that you need to in my life and, yes and, and, yeah. and, and and look here's the stop yeah. this is where we stop <laughs> so at five o'clock I'm out that door and I don't think about you anymore anymore at all <laughs> 
So, uh, but it, it's it's a great scary movie, and I, I just love I love at the very end. I don't think I'm spoiling anything too much. There's a, a great rescue from the strippers that had shown up. Yes. <laughs> Turned into complete badasses. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Abandoned was another one that I loved in 2006. It was, um... That was one of those, uh... uh it was one of the eight films to die for. I films. actually that have you? that. It yeah. was one that I, I bought. And is it the one where she, like, goes to Prague or something looking for... Or Romania or somewhere. somewhere. But, but, but back but, to, like, an ancestral she, house. Yes, okay. I, I don't remember, I remember what all was that. I liking it and finding it really kind of spooky and... I, I remember that, that it has the... What what I thought at the time, and probably still would think that the the scariest corridor that I don't I've remember seen, it well enough. Yeah, I don't remember it in any detail. I remember but there was liking the, like, it, the, and I actually just, still have it. Just like the, this corridor under the house that was like badly lit and kind of flooded, and and and, and it just just really just the way they shot it, I was just sitting there in the theater, like, just don't like go there. don't 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 go in there, please, <laughs> no, just just do do anything else, leave the house, never come back, just just don't, yeah. Um... Are we in 2007? Yep, that was the last thing I have for 2006. So for 2007, the first thing I have is uh, The Signal. Have you ever seen this one? I love The Signal. Do you? It's on Excellent. my list. I Excellent. love that movie. Um, this I, is... And I also included it in my horror romances because the entire fight is to get to her, to get yeah. to the girl. Yeah. Um, this is an odd little movie in, in that it, it, it's kind of like an anthology in that you know, three, three different, different directors... directors approaching material, and it, it's all one story continuously, but it's not all one tone. E- each of the three parts has a very different tone to it, and they're all good. It'll rattle you a little bit if you're not expecting that, so that's why yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, you know, this is it's, what it's, this is what you're signing up for. It jumps around a little bit, but it's it's really good, and the, the premise of the infection, mm-hmm. in the best way to say it, um, is an interesting an interesting take and not something that we see it's, that often. No, it's not. And, and it's, it's irritatingly close to an idea that I have oh. wanted to do as a film. It's also very similar to, there was a television show that I really, really liked called Threshold that had yeah. uh, Brent Spiner and Peter Dinklage and the woman whose name I can never remember that was the psychiatrist in um, Sin City. But anyway, uh, there is a signal that is received that is on a, a different dimension that basically starts terraforming. It's, there's only one season of it, and it starts terraforming the Earth, because instead of bringing the aliens to us, it just starts turning us into the aliens. It's just a really interesting, that it, yeah. it, really good characters, but again, it's that, you know, something's coming through and affecting us and changing us and, you know, causing us to kill! The, the, kill, the, kill, kill. the idea that I had was um, that we, we received the, the, this alien transmission that's in this language, and people just become absolutely fascinated with trying to understand the language. Yeah. And when they do, they stop speaking anything else. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's, that's... No, I think that's... I still think you have plenty of room to... Hollywood, call me. Uh, <laughs> what was... Uh, we were in 2007. Yeah. And I think I, I have am... one more. I have Wreck. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, which we've, we've still covered. I think we covered it recently because it was yeah. a found footage. Um, and also zombies. And also zombies. And so, yes, Wreck is still really good, and you should watch it. We would still recommend it. Oh, God. Ha-ha. No. 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 Okay. So 2008. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. I still have one uh, okay. for, for 2007. Uh, my name is Bruce. Have you seen this? Have no. You, have you heard of it? No, I've heard of it. Okay. Um... 
this is a, a, a film where Bruce Campbell plays himself. Yeah. And um, there's the, this this small town that's dealing with this monster, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're Bruce Campbell from all you know all, all these movies. You can help us with the monster." He's like, "Yeah, sure, sure, I can. There's money in it. Okay." And then discovers, holy shit, there is a monster. monster and yeah. and, and oh, yeah. I think I actually have seen, if not all of it, at least part of it. I thought it was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and um, I saw it at a showing that he was at and yeah. introduced it, and that you know definitely uh-huh. enhanced the, the experience. For, I'm pretty I, a charming, charming man. He is. I don't remember what it was I said during during the question and answer session, but he called me an asshole. It was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I've got that going for me, exactly. which is nice. Well, you had um, you had uh, what's his name, Candyman, like oh give yeah, me, give, me give me the, the I'm evil eye, kill you yeah, sooner. yeah, that was which good. you take seriously when it's from him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and throwing out the last one from 2007 of the Orphanage, which we oh yeah, in in the Orphans and Orphanage, which was oddly a enough orphan. we did talk about. <laughs> but no, it's still it's really spooky. It's a presented by Guillermo del Toro rather than like a directed by, and yeah. but it's still a really good. That's effort. the only thing I hold against it slightly because I so went into the theater thinking that it was, was directed, and the opening credits start, and I'm like, God damn it, I've been I've been swindled. Though I was but. <laughs> pretty angry because I saw the orphanage and thought it was fantastic, and then I saw uh, the one with the fucking tooth fairy creature. Thingies that he was his other presented one. I just hate it with Guy. Um, oh Harris. yeah. Uh, oh my don't. God, I hated that movie. Don't something. That's nice. Don't be afraid of the dark. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, it's terrible. Don't watch it. I don't know. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch. Uh, <laughs> now I'm thinking of the, my, my favorite <sighs> fake trailer from from uh, Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. It was for. Have you ever seen it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should. You should look for. The, you don't need the to see the movie. You should look trailers. for the fake trailers. That was on, on, what, uh, machete was from, wasn't it? Yeah. Which I also and and, and my, my favorite fake trailer from it starts out with, uh, you know, showing this haunted house. It's like oh. if you are thinking of going yeah. into this house, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends up being for a film called Don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> and and. Well, wasn't yeah. there like a fake trailer for like sick. for like. The, the horror movie that wasn't, where they're like, why would I possibly go in that thing? Let's just oh, not do that. Been, yeah. Yeah. It, it, if not, there needs to be. <laughs> so, uh, jumping into 2008, um, I love Lake Mungo, and it's yes. almost less of a horror, um, and it's more about family secrets and what you don't know about your family and about grief and losing, but it's still pretty fucking scary. I, I found all of that way more horrifying than I find some guy in a mask wandering around with a knife. Yeah. You know, honestly. It really messed me up. The, 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 the idea of, you know, what could be going on in your family that you just don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. And um. it was one of those ones where I watched, as I am prone to do, watched <laughs> it at home by myself in the dark. Mm-hmm. It scared me shitless. Uphill, it both really ways. Uphill, it went in the snow. Wait, what? What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only one I've got written down for 2008, uh, and, and again, this is another one of those that's like, yeah, this is this is this is worth seeing, mm. is uh, Midnight Meat Train. Okay. And I, it, it's based on on uh, Clive Barker's story, yeah. and I mainly want to mention it because I've talked to Clive Barker fans who did not know that this got made into a movie. Oh, I remember I remember it being talked about a lot when it came out, but I still never saw it. Yeah, well, weirdly enough, a, a lot of the people that I talked to were like, what? Never saw okay. it. Yeah. So, so, so basically all I'm really saying is that if you've read the story and the idea of there being a movie based on it intrigues you, yeah, watch it. Okay. Um, 
Um, I'm going to bring up one that... It, it, it goes off the rails in, like, the best way towards the ending. Okay. So that was... It, it, it's like we were talking about earlier, you know, when you're saying, you know, a film that just really redeems itself right at the yeah. end. Um, this is one of those for Listen. me. Where, where it, That's where it, like, just finally really buys into its universe and just runs with it. Fantastic. So... Uh, another from 2008 is Splinter. Um, which I haven't seen that. I want to see that. It's really interesting. It's it's one of those ones where I I bring it up because it's it's interesting. It's it's a unique story that I haven't seen a million times. Yeah. I wish I'd liked it a little bit more. Hmm. Um, but it's kind of a parasite. Yeah. But it's this scary parasite where it like starts um like breaking you and like. You see these jagged, like almost ice forms come out of you, but they're black. Yeah. And like and and it that's... starts breaking, and you hear these. And it, there's just something about that cracking noise. If your mm. hand is like being bent in ways it's not supposed to bend, that is just not okay. So uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds terrible. I'm yeah, gonna it's, watch it. It sounds <laughs> yes. In all these ways of things that would really frighten the crap out of you. Yes. So uh, did you have anything else for 2008? I did not. Uh, in, in, in 2009, as I was looking through, through this list, I, I found one that I just went, oh, yeah, because I, I saw it in the theater, and then I have completely forgotten about it in the years since, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was a movie called Perkins 14. Never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Um, th- this, this cop has got somebody in custody that he's pretty sure is the man who kidnapped, like, 14 children over the course of the past 10 years, including, you know, the cop's own... Kid. And it turns out that these children that he's kidnapped, through the use of, like, you know, drugs and cult-like brainwashing, he's managed to make them into his little zombie-like killing machines, and they're coming to set him free out of jail. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it, it, was, it was a really, you know, interesting original premise. Um... It wasn't fantastic, but it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. I, I walked out. Yeah, I walked out of it happy. There's you know, I walked so out many of, smiling. of these that the reason why they're they're hidden gems is because they're not perfect. Yeah. But because they present something that's so interesting, and mm-hmm. it's so little that's really really interesting and unique. Yeah. That sometimes you just watch this. This does something different than the big yeah. studios are doing. So, um, one that I can attribute. To watching to you is you showed me Zombieland. Yes. Which I absolutely adored, and actually I really want to show it for Friday Horror Movie Night. Oh, that would be fun. Because uh, it's just, it is, it's a blast. It, it, it's just probably the most fun. I mean, anything, it has Bill Murray in it, in the movie as himself, doing quotes from like the very best of his <laughs> movies that, that he's done is just fantastic. Anytime he's quoting Caddyshack or anything, you're like, yes! This is like the, the first thing that I remember Jesse Eisenberg being in. Okay. And, um, at the time watching it, I was kind of like, mm, you guys couldn't get Michael Sarah, huh? Because <laughs> it was really that kind of yeah. a, that kind of a character. But he still was really, really good in the part, and it made me, you know, look forward to seeing him in other things, like Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Is, he's the main thing that I'm looking forward to out of that. Still is. Um, one I'm going to sell you on that mm-hmm. uh, it got talked about in one of the panels at Crypticon, and that I, I did say that I wanted it to be a little bit better than it was, but it's really, really um, different is Triangle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and no, one, I, I one of the guys on the, Yeah, one of the guys on the panel just loved, loved it and, and looked kind of like <laughs> at me when I was like, I just wanted it to be a little bit better because, but it, it isn't something I've seen done. 
And so yeah. it's and, and it's there's a lot of ways in which it was really creepy and kind of kept you guessing the whole movie. And uh, everybody does a really good job in it. Um, it's just when it wrapped up, I was like, oh. yeah, it's another one. Of the, it's one of those ones where instead of being completely saved in the last two minutes, you're like, wah, wah. <laughs> You know, and I mean, it wasn't that terrible an ending, but you're like, right. oh, because it just built up so high. You're like, yes, go, what? Oh, right. Okay. But still, it's such a great story. And then it just rolls over and goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> now I really wish we were doing a video <laughs> cast of this one because your expression was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 2009 also brought us The House of the Devil. Ah, I was just going to say it. We both love that movie. That movie's uh, fucking awesome. And oh, I don't know if we should even bring up the idea of the topic, but I just love the idea of the retro, deliberately retro. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it just... It, it bothers me when I see um, stuff that's supposed to parody or spoof or, or be homages to things where you can tell they didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and that's a little part of me. I mean... I'm, I'm of the age where we all loved Blazing Saddles when it came out, mm-hmm. and there's parts of it that I still think are really, really funny, but the, it, what sticks in my craw a little bit is he doesn't seem to love the genre, the Western genre, as much as, say, with um, with Young Frankenstein. He, oh, yeah. That... Like, he loved it. Yeah. And, and a lot of his humor at the, uh, the Western storyline and such seemed almost a little angry with it or it just seemed a little more mean. Yeah. So it's it's really hard sometimes when you're seeing stuff that is doing an homage. I mean, you could completely tell with House of the Devil that all of those movies that came out in the really early 80s that with the teenagers and the atmosphere and the slower pace, like he was you could tell that that was his intro to that genre, oh, yeah, the genre movie. Absolutely. And that it, it literally, I mean, it just could have been a movie from 1982. I, I saw somebody on Tumblr the other day who was saying that they saw the movie not knowing when it was made, and they thought it was. Because it could have been. And, yeah. And they were they were blown away when they found out when it was made. Uh, the object that exists that I'm still happy about is uh, that they, they put released The House of the Devil on VHS with, with a clamshell. Oh, that's, oh, stuff like that. I just love Yeah, I, like I, I, I saw that at, 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 at Scarecrow Video one day and was oh. like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, I did not see anything for 2010. Apparently, I just said fuck all for 2010. Screw 2010. <laughs> um, one last one for, for 2009. That Screw I, 2010 so much, I'm skipping the, the last They're, they're going back to 2009. <laughs> um, one that, that I'm kind of liking more in retrospect mm-hmm. um, is uh, The Collector. I almost put that in my list. And, and the only reason I didn't is because I thought it was well done. Yeah. Just because it's not really... But yes, The Collector and there's a, a, a sequel that takes place kind of immediately following that called The Collection. Yeah. I've got them both. If, you okay. can probably just borrow them from me. and okay. um, they're, they're both really well done. The, and The thing I remember being particularly impressed with uh, for The Collector is that 
most of the film, the bulk of the running time, mm-hmm. has the the feel and energy of like the typical last twenty minutes of any other slasher movie. Oh yeah, for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I thought that was amazing that somebody could take that mood and sustain it was really really impressive. Yeah, shows their skill. 2010, the only thing I have is one that I have never managed to talk you into watching, and that's Troll Hunter. Yeah, I'm never going to fucking watch that. I, it, you're missing out. I know. So you tell me. Yeah. There's so many other movies in the world I want to watch more than that. It's, it it shows gonna, a lot of I fun. think they're going to do a U.S. remake of it. What? I no, know. No, that, that is completely idiotic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Because it, it's so heavily cultural. Yeah, though. I don't know. I, I, uh, they, I'm, one I'm of the things that, that one of the things that I particularly like uh, from it is is at the ending there's this this little bit where you see you know officials talking about these these sightings mm-hmm. and it's clear from the way they're saying it and what they're not saying that there actually is you know official knowledge and response of the existence of tro- and, and yeah it's yeah. It, it was just fun. Uh, I've got a ton of 2011. Do you really? I only have two. Okay. So why don't you, you no, go ahead no, and take No, 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 no. Okay. I'm going to start with one that I'm not sure if you've seen or not, and that's okay. Red State. I started it and didn't couldn't, couldn't get into it, but watched the, um, uh, what is that guy, the podcaster, the video podcaster, um, who is the one that Jeff told us about where... Counts Jackula. Oh, yeah. He did. He did a write up on it and discussed like a lot, a lot of what he'd been shooting for with it. Hmm. Okay. And, and I appreciated it, but it didn't make me want to go back and rewatch sure. the movie. Um, so, you know, I saw what he was going for. It just, it, I didn't like it very much. Uh, I really liked it, except for the ending. From what I've gathered, he kind of ran out of money and. That would make sense. And 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 maybe was second guessing whether or not he could go with the ending. It could have been it, which which they should have gone with. Yes. The, the ending that could have been yeah. was was, yeah. was amazing. And the ending we ended up with wasn't bad. It just kind of let all the air out of the room. Yeah. You know, the, the tension completely deflated. And I walked out and went, okay, well, huh, yeah. all right. But the the build up of it. And, and the atmosphere of the rest of it. You, you know what? You, you know what I'd say it was similar to in, in, in like the middle section is uh, the sacrament. It had that kind of a feel oh, to it, which is and, and, one that I think is on my list. Yeah, and it may have like hit that point after the point at which you stopped watching, honestly, because it, oh, yeah. it, it, it's no, a movie that I, feels I, like it has three distinct phases to it. Wasn't there a, a car accident like on the dirt road? It seems like it. where they had the two gay guys, I think. That's, that's right where I was just like, okay. eh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, darn it. I, my brain 2011. Was, yeah, 2011. Oh, okay, I was specifically going to go. I was kind of like out of order a little bit, um, but it's still in 2011. I was going to bring up Kill List. I, oh, I yeah. I said both titles. So when I went to the outdoor movie, it was The Wicker Man, and it was Devil Rides Out, which is a Hammer film. I, right. I think I started the conversation, but I... I don't think I completed my thought. Right, no, you didn't Double mention Rides Out was, was really good, and yeah. it, literally, I think that is my very first, I mean, outside of Woman in Black, right. which is a recent hammer, sure. um, which isn't, 
you know, I mean, it's your first classic. Hammer it's my film. first classic Hammer film, and it was I really, really enjoyed it. And it had cool. um, it had the man who played the narrator in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. Who I love his evil, evil eyebrows because he always looks like he's the, just the, being the man, with, evil. man with no fucking chin. Is it? No, no, neck, neck. neck. Good yeah. lord, I just I just blew my Rocky Horror <laughs> credentials right there. Uh, but uh, the the because. The, I was getting a lot from Kill List. I was getting a lot of Wicker Man feel, but there's also yeah. a lot of The Devil Rides Out, too, okay. where it's that kind of uh, Satan, yes, you know, Satanism, uh, that sort of thing, feel, cultish sort of thing. And uh, it, I really enjoyed it. And uh, cool. with Kill List that. is, I cannot recommend uh, Ben Wheatley's stuff enough. I, I think he tells really interesting stories. He has the three movies that I've seen, which are... Um, Kill List and um, Sightseers, Sightseers and Field in England, which are just they're very they're very very different movies. Did you ever? End I still haven't seen Field in England. England? I, I I'm gonna. It's very 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 different. Yeah, I've seen a trailer for two, it. And it's, like, it's very huh. surreal. <laughs> it's very surreal, and um, but I still really liked. I think he's just got such an interesting take on things. That's very. Um, dark and and with this bitter flavor of distrusting humanity a little bit and and thinking the worst of them um but does it in a way where you it isn't filled with violent hatred where right. it's like you know people can be very very bad but you know there's a lot of times where it's just all bad people doing bad things i i lose my taste for it um they you you still retain this sense of hope for them yeah. as the, things are going bad. His characters feel like well-rounded people doing mostly bad things. things. Yeah, and so it breaks your heart a little bit as things go worse. And yeah, worse. yeah. Uh, Absentia is also from 2011, which I just adore. It's uh, and I mean I could just throw in Oculus, uh, which is by the same director. Uh, Absentia and Oculus. Yeah. comes, you know, Oculus is definitely later, but just throw it out there. Um, and I'm, I think the director of that is getting a remake that was making people sad. And for the life of me, I can't remember huh. right now what it was. Uh, but those two movies are fantastic. The characters, uh, Absentia, uh, Oculus is definitely a more polished movie than Absentia oh, is. Yeah. But Absentia, once you get past the very realistic human uh, looks like us kind of characters mm-hmm. and they're not they're very much not movie stars it's fantastic uh, and it's just a great story and it's it's a little Lovecraftian and, and uh, keeps you guessing on what's real and what isn't you, you just remind me of the weird thought I had on, 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 on the drive home <laughs> last night because um, I've never thought this before and I don't think I've seen anybody else call, call it this but you could kind of, if you look at it from the right angle, you could kind of consider 2001 to be a Lovecraftian film. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, they're, 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 they're encountering ancient, mysterious, uh, unknowable alien yeah. artifacts. And, I really, I've only seen 2001 once, and yeah. it's just so amazingly long-winded. It is. Yeah. And, I mean, it's got these great, fantastic moments. That are amazing. Uh, see it on a big screen yeah, if you can, if yeah. you're willing to, to, to give them oh, a chance I, I at some point. Oh, I completely would. If I, okay. if I ever had the chance to see it, like on a large screen, because it, it makes a tremendous difference. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know how that. It's ex- cinematic. Well, yeah, but but I don't know how that 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 seeing it on a big screen changes my yeah. experience of the pacing. Yeah. 
and, and I don't get how that works, you know? <laughs> um, uh, did you have anything else from 2011? You said you only had two. I, I, I do have another one from 2011. Okay. Um, and this is, this is a movie that I'm... I'm Gonna go ahead and say I'm not even 100% sure if I liked it, mm-hmm. but it was definitely worth watching because it it, it tries to do so many different things mm-hmm. and, and and is kind of clever and energetic, and that's detention. I've heard good things about that, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's come up in conversations from two different people recently, mm-hmm. and speaking very highly of it, it's just I never. I don't know if you'd like it. it. I don't I, know. I'd be willing to argue. I think you wouldn't. But 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 I don't know. It, Who knows? It, I, I'm glad I saw it. It, it, it it's it's in that category. I know it's so funny because uh, I, I was with a bunch of a bunch of the Crypticon people. Actually, we were at the uh, outdoor movie. A bunch of the organizers and. Um, oh yeah, one of the uh, the organizer of it was uh, somebody I was on a panel with. Yeah. Crypticon Matt. Yeah. yeah. Fauer. Yeah. 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 That guy. F-A-U-R-E. Actually, just, I'm I sorry. I don't know how to pronounce Um. And uh, we were talking, it got into the conversation of how safe, which fuck how safe. Um, and, uh, but it, we were laughing that they were like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's really like over the top and, and very, you know, it, the plot yeah. <laughs> is very malleable looking. <laughs> and it's really funny because. I don't know why Hausu just makes me ugh, ugh, put that but bad taste in my mouth. Everyone else who was there that night, besides me, was what? like, ah, uh, what have you done? But what's funny is you look at, at you know, kind of like on the schlocky, silly end, like, I love The Phantom of the Paradise. Like, I just loved it. Yeah. And so there's no rhyme or reason. I don't know. I'm just... Well, th- this I'm is... Odd. It reminds me that, that there's... Um, there's nobody to fall in love with with Hausu. It's just it's wacky. Oh, I, I I loved all the characters. Yeah. I don't. I, don't, I didn't. Mm. Um. <laughs> the innkeepers, which has been really covered in another episode, uh, but it's, I I still like mentioning grave encounters, which I've covered in another episode. Uh, Your next is technically from 2011. Oh, that's right, it is. Yeah. Um, and we've sang its praises have, in other yeah. episodes. But it's just one of those things of, you know, when you're talking about movies in the last ten years that are just absolutely fantastic to give a shot to, it's just worth it sometimes to just throw it. Sorry. Yeah, and I, I slapped the paper. I have this this slap isn't even paper. your notebook. You're slapping my notebook. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I know. You need to um, get your own notebook. <laughs> I'm on my phone, and I'm hating having my notes on the phone because I would love to be crossing things out. I, I feel like I'm confusing myself. Yeah, I'll get the black, I'll get the uh, the sharpie, and yeah. I'll just write on my. That's like the old joke about you know how you know a blonde is using your computer because the whiteout on the. I'm blonde. Uh, I can make this joke. Yes, it's true. Um, Some of my best friends are blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, God this isn't a video not podcast. Um, one I want to throw out there just because it was really interesting uh, is Lovely Molly. Um, I I thought it was interesting. Uh, I I didn't adore it. I can't uh, but remember. It, but it was, that but it was a neat movie, and that's about as much as I want to go into okay. on it. So we. I think I've covered 2011. Go 2012. Okay. Yeah. What do you? Have? I I am gonna start 2012 with a movie that I know you weren't crazy about, but that I completely loved, uh-huh. and that's uh, John Dies at the End. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which was Don Coscarelli, a director I already really like, uh, adapting this cult horror comedy novel that I was already really fond of, 
Uh, this is literally, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt for me, because I, I, I pre-ordered a t-shirt for it before I before the movie even came out, because I was okay. like, I am going to love this, and I did. So, that was a good experience for me. Uh, the battery is technically 2012. Oh, yeah. Um, it came out last year. Uh, it's been, I've been really, I've, I've covered it a million times, I still think it's a great character piece. It's possibly my favorite zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, and one that... I think I've really briefly mentioned before, but I think it deserves a greater mention. Is uh, Citadel, which oh is, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I think, I think it's Ireland. A man uh, has a, a young, probably not quite toddler, probably year year old child, and his wife is killed. Uh, and after her attack, uh, becomes agoraphobic, right. and has to. There's things that he has to do out of the house in order to, you know raise his daughter and, sure. and he goes out and, and things go wrong and there's almost monsters coming after him and it's just how he managed to portray agoraphobia in a, in a movie where you felt as panicked as he did being wow. okay. out was absolutely amazing and uh listened to an interview with the, the writer-director of the movie a couple of years ago, and just a really neat guy, and he actually really based it on an attack that he had uh, been in. Oh, I think I've heard that. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it's just, it's um, it's really stealthy. It's very, it's it's just fantastic, and, and all the actors in it are just fabulous. It's really frightening. Cool. Um, one that... I, I, I kind of warned you against seeing ah. because I think because I think it would upset you, but it's one that's so good that I, 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 I may want to try to talk you into it eventually. Is mm -hmm. here comes the devil, which um, we found out is the director. It's the same director who did another movie that we like, and I don't remember what it is right now. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember this. Oh, hold on a second. But it's it's a uh, Spanish language film about. Uh, these parents who, their two kids, run off and, and play in the mountains, and when they come back, they act really not right. Director of Late Phases. Late Phases, yes. <laughs> yes. That, so so that, that's even more reason for me to say, yeah, you should check this out. Mm -hmm. It's a hard watch, and, and I say that for a variety of reasons, yeah. but Stuff it really horror stayed that with involves me. involves children is, is problematic yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. So. Um... But it, it, it really stayed with me. What? Um, what year are we in now? We're still in 2012. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, let, let, me, let me continue then. Uh, Byzantium. Oh! Was... Oh, we do have one more. Actually, two more. Okay. I'm full of shit. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying to me. Why? <laughs> so, and she lied to me about movies that came out in 2012, and I just you don't know did. what to think anymore. <laughs> I didn't think I can trust you at all! <laughs> Uh, yeah, Byzantium. Um, really underrated vampire movie. Yeah. Um, it looks beautiful. It, I haven't it seen it. Really it really does. Just looks gorgeous. Um, I want to say it was directed by Neil Jordan, but I'm not 100% sure. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. So, so you know, in some ways, it, it feels kind of like a continuation of the interview with a vampire setting. Yeah. So, so if you like that, you definitely like this. And the other one was one that I remember when I first watched it. I came on the podcast and said bad things about it, but it has stayed in my brain. My brain. And, and, and Toby. Yeah, and, and Toby Jones is in it, and that is Barbarian Sound Studio. Mm -hmm. um, 
I still, you know, stand by my initial criticism that, that not a whole lot actually happens in it, and that's kind of a problem. Yeah. But the mood that it the sets up is, is just so oppressive. Oh, the sound design is oppressive. Oh, the sound of, yeah, which, which is good amazing. because that's really what it's about. Well, you know, yeah. his character is a sound designer for yeah. films. And so that there, there's one scene in particular where he's doing the, the you know, live foley for this film <laughs> that they're watching, and it's terrifying, and you never see a frame of what is happening. Is, of what is happening. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so so, yeah, that that has stayed with me. I may have to give it a rewatch. Um, I briefly brought up before just discussing lottery movies that that Grabbers is fantastic and funny. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like enough people have heard about it. Mm-mm. And then also, um, The Pact uh, is a very creepy little movie. And I saw The Pact and and um, and Lovely Molly. I think within 24 hours of each other. It was just I was home for something, and I was having the opportunity to watch horror movies, which sometimes I just don't get to just mm-hmm. because I'm a parent. Um, but I, for some reason, watched them the same, and I definitely really liked the pact. Um, and it has kind of a surprise ending at the end, and it's just mm-hmm. suspense film. And- uh, I'm pretty sure there's a sequel to that coming. I there I am. Okay. All right. Good things, and it's uh, got the woman who played the uh, from Arrow, the was it Black Mary or whatever her name is, the one that gets killed is is in it. What have you? I don't know. I haven't seen far enough in the show. <laughs> so 2013. What do you have? Well, one that I have because of you is Jugface. Fucking love that movie. Yeah. Oh my really god. Really the woman in it is just so amazing and breaks your heart. And uh, I was actually. You, oh my god! Did you hear ah, they're talking what, about what? doing a sequel to to Lords of Salem? I'm why? like, why? Why? It's a fucking terrible movie. Hey, they, they could take that same amount of money oh. they're going to, to 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 use for the budget and just set it on fire. I know. Um, that would be a and better then piss use. Piss all over it yeah. and then try film and, that and then then release that as a film and and that would be more entertaining. In the but. same vein is. In every way that Lords of Salem fails, Jugface succeeds. They're very similar in what the storyline yeah, is. Yeah, I suppose. I never thought to compare uh-huh. them before, but you're not wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. the very first when um, when Jeff had just started talking to me about starting my own, doing my own movie reviews. Mm-hmm. It was the very first thing I did. And, yeah. And Jugface is just heartbreaking, and uh, you never, you never feel like, you never feel like she gives up. Um, and yeah. and in, in Lords of Salem, you feel like she's defeated the moment the movie starts. That it starts, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the thing about Lords of Salem that, that really gets to me, and it, you, may, you may have not had the same experience with it, but, but watching it, I kept having the feeling that if I gave it just five more minutes, yeah. it was going to kick over into being good. And but, it just killed me because, like, the three women, the three witches... Were fantastic. They were they the really best were. part of the movie. And, 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 and I Bruce want to see Davison, their movie. Yeah, and Bruce Davison when he gets killed, it was just, just spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a loss to the film. The because, character in horror movie gets yeah, killed. killed. Film at eleven. <laughs> oh, but no, it, the, the the four of them like were my favorite part yeah. of the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, 2013. It had Oculus, which I've already mentioned because yes. I put them together. Oh. Um, um, the Sacrament, which we'd already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Banshee Chapter, which I've mentioned in another episode. Actually, a couple different episodes, um, which is uh, the number station yeah. uh, sort of thing. And I, just, I, I liked it, not as much as you did, because no, I thought, I it, was really too un- really I thought it was too unfocused. Yeah. But it was definitely good and scary. Yeah. 
that year was also uh, Motivational Growth, which oh, yeah. not a lot of people have heard of. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a uh, fairly low-budget film. I know it because I saw it at, at Krypton a few mm-hmm. years back. Uh, I guess that would be two years back. I don't yeah. know. Okay, math. <laughs> anyway, it has Jeffrey Combs doing a voice in it, uh, a voice of this this mold. this mold. Yeah, the mold. <laughs> uh, he's, he's very specific about that. If, if you just refer to him as mold, it gets mad. It's the mold. Oh. Yeah, that that this guy who's just become kind of a shut in his apartment starts kind of hallucinating like maybe a lot and starts mm-hmm. thinking that this is talking to him and trying to 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 get him to rejoin the world basically. So so that's where the title comes from, this motivational. Aww. Aww. And it is very very strange. Um, I I really liked it. It's it's pretty nonlinear. Uh, it, it's a it's a great performance considering that you're mainly just watching. One guy and a puppet in one setting. It's it was surprisingly good given all that. Uh, Haunter came out in 2013. Oh, I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, I love that movie. Me too. Um, because we're just the perfect age. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to bring up Dark Skies, which is the alien movie. Oh yeah. Came out in 2013. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I liked it. It, it, it was if entertaining. One, it was really entertaining. Yeah, I might have one. With the curly hair. Uh, yeah. Remember she has that breakdown where she starts like hitting her head and then all of a sudden she blocks out and she wakes up and she's back at home. Yes. Okay, yeah. yes. There's That's just the a same lot movie. that was really, yeah, really creepy. That was, that was distressing. One that I absolutely loved but I've heard a lot of people tear down and uh, I, I think that you said you'd started watching it and you kept almost stopping it but I liked it so much was The Den. Oh, yeah. Uh, came out in 2013 and there's a lot of things that are implausible that you kind of have to put a, put aside your suspension of disbelief a sure. little bit. Um, but there are things in it of a general sense of the peril of being female on the internet yes. uh, that really resonated with me um, just because it's just there, especially in this, you know, MRA kind of men's rights activist where they're very angry if you are being outspoken about, about female anything and and you start getting targeted uh and it just it's a very different sense than that i mean it's not exactly what it takes but just the fear that she has that stuff is starting to fly out of her control and that that it's all kind of taken at the you know staring at her computer screen is where everything starts to go wrong and and leaves her so frightened uh it's just I found it really, really frightening, and then I felt like it did this utter leap at the end yes. to go to almost a completely different movie style. But I was completely sold. Yeah, and, I agree. And uh, really, the, and really liked it. The the ending made me like it more. More, uh-huh. and, and I mean, like a full star rating more. More, yeah. Because of the and light it, that it cast the rest of the movie you in. You know, I don't think it's on the same level as uh, the rise of Leslie Vernon, yeah. but it's a very, very similar uh, jump in theme. Mm-hmm. And in style, that is done really well. And thing, but where it can be a selling point for one person, it can just be, it can be the movie dropping the ball for someone else, just yeah. depending on their taste. Uh, one that I started watching just the other night. I haven't even finished watching this, but but I, but I'm I'm willing to say, yes, this is probably worth a watch. Uh-huh. Is the strange color of your body's tears? I've heard mixed things about it, but I've heard it's I, I, beautiful. I gather pretty much nothing yeah. happens in it. That's kind of what I've heard. But I've heard it's really, really beautiful, though. Yeah, it really <laughs> is beautiful. I mean, like staggeringly beautiful. Yeah. 
and very, very creepy. Okay. And so I love the mood that it's setting up. And so yeah. I, I need to go back and finish it. I, I, I just got... It, it, it was... I do this all the time. Yeah. I'm like reaching the point where I should already be going to bed. They're like, no, I want to watch a movie. Yeah. I can totally stay up and watch a whole movie because I'm a grown-up. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe you made it about 20 minutes. Yeah. It almost didn't seem like we should throw it out because it seems so big, but then you talk to people and they, don't, they aren't aware of it. Is the Babadook. Yeah? yeah. I, you're, you're, you're finding people who... Did not. Yeah. Weird. People, okay. Yeah, but I'm just throwing it out there. Um, Starry Eyes is like amazing. Yes. It's it's body horror. It's cult film. It's scary. The the primary actress is just fantastic, and the um, the alteration that she does over the course of the movie is yeah. is terrifying and heartbreaking and and kind of awesome. It really throws me that a lot of people miss that she's an unreliable narrator. Yeah, a lot of people, like, yeah, it makes me, yeah. Just some people like their movies to be very straightforward yeah. and are going to miss those little asides where maybe they're not that bad. You know, maybe she's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she's tainted in a way where, you know, that, that darkness is already there and it was just waiting for an opportunity. Yeah, and we're seeing other people the way she sees them uh-huh. and not necessarily the way that they actually are. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let Us Pray, which I brought up earlier, was is also from 2014, and uh, the taking of Deborah Logan. Yes. Uh, is just it's this it's a, it's a found footage which we discussed a lot in the found footage, but it's really really good. It's uh, people doing a it's a faux documentary where they're uh, doing it on an Alzheimer patient, uh, and it's just not a story you've seen done. Oh yeah, it, no. But it, there's just utterly, utterly terrifying moments in it uh, that are just fantastic. And and also yes. the very best scene of the guy going like, fuck you guys, I'm leaving, yes. <laughs> I'm taking my camera and I'm going home. There's all those times you're like, why are they still there and filming? Because they're giving them money. <laughs> but it's it's awesome. So you're like, that's just a completely and utterly, uh, and at a point he just, he's like, screw you guys, I'm going home. Yeah. Hey, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it is one of the scariest movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, and what we're watching uh, this Friday is It Follows, also from 2014. Um, I just kind of want people to watch that. Yeah. It's just it's just beautiful, and it's a real throwback to... It, it's, almost a th- it's almost retro to a time that doesn't exist. Kind of. It's so yeah. timeless, and, yeah. and, and is almost like the early 80s, but isn't. And uh, But it's beautiful, and it's kind of this throwback to the first Halloween where the thing coming for you is is quiet and relentless and terrifying. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's just, yeah. And and there's just stylistic choices with the movie that are just beautiful. And, oh, the girl. I, I don't. She's, she also plays the uh, the sister in The Guest. She is, I think she's... She, she's fantastic. She's, I want her to go on and make, like, a dozen I, more I horror movies. I want her to be the new Scream Queen. Yeah, you know? she's she is just a, a... She's beautiful. And yes. you really... There's just something in her portrayals that make you fall in love with her. I just automatically want to protect her. Oh, it, yeah. You know, it, it, it's not even so much a fall in love with as... Yes, you need to watch I, I want to keep you safe from the world. That is something precious. Yeah, she exactly. She is something yes. precious. Yes, yeah. Um. Uh, if we're in 2014, yeah, I've got a ton I can mention. Well, we, we are talking about late phases. Mm-hmm. Um... 
I loved Stage Fright. Uh, I know I've talked a ton about that mm-hmm. one in previous episodes, Honeymoon. so I have a lot to say about Honeymoon is fantastic, and and that's one that, that I really feel like is not getting nearly as much buzz as it, it deserves. Shouldn't. And it's just, it's a very quiet movie because it's only, technically, I think you only see four people yeah. in it. Yeah, and it's you do. just terrifying, and, and as you're watching everything break down, you're just... I, I hadn't made this connection before, but since we were just mentioning Lake Mungo a little while ago, I can see some thematic similarity there in yeah. terms of, you know, how do you know what's going on in, in, in somebody else's life and in somebody else's head, you know, no matter how close to them you think you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's very scary and, and very heartbreaking, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially the scene towards the end where I, I, I can talk about this in a way that's not a spoiler where, where she thinks she's come up with the right plan to fix everything. Yeah, and it, it just you're like, no, no, no! Yeah, no, no, do that. no! Don't yeah, do the thing. And, yeah. It's, and, yeah. and she's like, I just I can see the stars. And, oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Watch Honeymoon, definitely. Uh, a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, I can't believe I didn't put that on my list. I can't believe it either. Oh, that one was, was really good, and... You know how much Iranian horror have you seen? None, None basically. None. Yeah, but it, it was it was a great movie. It had a fantastic soundtrack and an excellent cat. Oh, the cat! <laughs> Love that cat. I was scared for the cat. <laughs> um, one that I that I want to mention because I, I feel like a lot of people avoided this because of like sequel fatigue. Yeah, it is uh, Paranormal Activity: The Marked Ones, mm-hmm. which. It's, is, it is a good part of that series. Yeah, it, it's a what, what, what's what's the horrible little made-up term? A sidequel. Yeah. I think is what I yeah yeah I know where where it's kind of taking place at, at the same time as, as the previous films, mm-hmm. but with a completely different set of characters, yep. a completely different story. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was scary, and also I I, I liked the fact that it had uh, Hispanic protagonists. So yeah. Just completely there, different. Yeah. Feel than. You know, you know, so so many horror horror films uh, of the past twenty years, thirty years, more can be summed up as white people move into a house, <laughs> bad things happen. Yeah, deservedly so. <laughs> uh, Housebound. Housebound it was 2014. is just so good, and it's it's it writing that um, funny and horrible and I think one of the things that we brought up when we first saw it mm-hmm. was it was amazing for the fact that you really hated the protagonist oh, at the yeah, beginning completely. of the movie and toward the end you completely reassessed her mm-hmm. uh, and it takes a lot to I, both inspire that kind of disgust. At, at the beginning I literally was like I hope she dies. Yeah. I hope she dies horribly. <laughs> what is it? They have that. Have you seen that sign? That one on Tumblr. It goes, "Please do not touch this. Not only will it oh, yeah. hurt you. Oh yeah. No, not, not only will you die, but it will hurt, hurt the, whole the whole time, time you're dying." dying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the best comment to that was, "I need that on a pair of underwear." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then for 2015, we both had the same movie. Yes. Uh, we are still here. We are still here. Is is. <sighs> You know, again, another retro throwback. Yep. And yeah. And just I just want to pinch <laughs> a bunch. Yeah, he was. He was. Everyone was fantastic in this. I I know that. I don't remember which actress it is, but there's 
one actress who was in it that a lot of reviews have been like, oh, she really, was terrible. Really, tearing her down. She's and... um, uh, Tim Burton's first wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they were just ripping her to shreds. But she, to I me, don't get like, why. have you not met those kind of people? She's yeah. portraying her, the, the kind of dippy, hippie chick. Yeah. She's portraying her perfectly to you a know, T. Maybe that's what some people were reading as a bad performance, is, is she was a little bit disconnected mm-hmm. from the other people in the scene. Because that's but how those that's people, how those people are. are. Yeah. But but I'm wondering if that yeah. if that was what read as a bad performance yeah, to, to, to people who didn't want it. That's entirely possible. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I I really like that one. I can't remember if we've talked about it on on the podcast yes. before or not. Okay. We talked about it last week okay. or two weeks last, ago. Last last episode. episode. Yes. Aww. Yes. So you know, I mean, a little bit of this was um, my capacity for research. I mean, there's some really good. Like, I'd really like to do. Um, uh, what it was the? How did we do the retro? What was the title that we wanted to do for that? Was you know, um, well, we wanted to do you know movies that were done in a retro style. Yeah. I really want to do the monstrous feminine, but they're ones that you feel like in order to do well, that it's going to take a lot of research on our part. Mm-hmm. And and yes, this is fun, and we we do enjoy doing this for fun, you know. But there are some topics that I think that at some point we're going to want to recover, want to cover. And really do them justice. Yeah. And and this one was really truly inspired by the the bloody disgusting. And and but which part, I had completely forgotten. Yeah. I, I, well, and but the biggest thing for me is I feel like there are a lot of people who are shitting on recent horror. Um, I feel like we're in a golden age. I think we are in a golden age, and and the fact is the really good stuff that we're seeing is all independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a million different flavors of independent out there right now. Yeah, I mean, there absolutely. are good slashers. There are good atmospheric. There are good horror comedies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a flavor out there for everyone. There there's something good. You know, and it's all really good quality. And there's a lot of them that aren't necessarily going to be perfect movies. Sure. Um, but they're very, very good and a great time. A, mm-hmm. a, a fantastic way to spend 90 minutes of your time. Absolutely. And I really I, wanted to celebrate that there's been a lot of a lot of fun stuff come out in the last 10 years. There really has. I mean, if all you're paying attention to is, you know, the big studio it releases, like then, yeah, I can yeah. understand why you'd be like, oh, they're not making any good horror movies anymore. They are. It's just that no one's willing to spend money on them. You know, yeah. you've got the, the little... Yeah. You know, the guy who put another mortgage, you know, or saved, you know, put another mortgage on his house or is still in debt. I mean, one of the the guy that I know um, who did the really fantastic uh, Psycho Legacy, I know is still paying off the debt that he accrued making the documentary. Yeah. Um, And it's a great documentary that really loves everybody it talks to and treats them with a lot of respect. And... You know, and then you see the battery, which is done for six thousand dollars, and you know, mm-hmm. it's the cost of a, a shitty car. Basically, yeah. I, I actually have a book that I'm very fond of called "Future Filmmaking at Used Car Prices," yeah. and that's exactly the thing that he says in the introduction: is you could buy yourself, you know, a kind of shitty used car, or you could take the bus and make a movie instead. Yeah. And I, I love, I love that kind of thinking. This also reminds me, this is not, you know, a, a, a horror-related thing, but I do remember a comment from a filmmaker that, that I heard about years ago in the, like, late 70s or early 80s. Um, he wasn't able to get financing, but but he, he managed to get a lot of different gas station credit cards and was telling people who would work on, I can't pay you, but I can buy all your gas. I can buy you as much gas as you want. <laughs> <laughs> that, that boy's got moxie. <laughs> Let's give him a film. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think that's Who knows what the hell we're going to cover next time something. we come here. Yeah. We'll cover something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, here's some movies. Fuck it, here's some movies. <laughs> See you in two weeks. <laughs>